any news here today? Uh, there was uh, somebody that I didn't recognize, like Peter. Still yeah, here? I'm new. Hi, Peter. Hey. Nice, nice to meet you, Peter. Good uh, to meet you, too. Well, you've been introduced to this idea of non-duality, yes? Yeah, yes. Although pretty recently. Oh, yeah. All right. So, so it's still, still trying to get it to stick. Well, I should stop trying, I, I realize. Well, well no, we're trying, trying. It's fine. You that's trying is the problem. Trying happens. There's, uh, it's combined with this idea of being the subject, you. That's sort of really what's under question. It's not trying or not trying. Yeah, understanding or not understanding. It's that sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah, that's doesn't come natural. It's manufactured by referring and referring over and over again. So the, in this case, like the old Zen thing, uh, you know, fingers pointing at the moon, the moon is just implied or referred by it to the constant pointing. Yeah. So the action can't be left alone. It has to be used to point to an actor. Yeah. And this is what the mental state does. And you can even see it if you take this place to be real. When we were young, uh, this activity wasn't going on. Yeah, life was sort of happening seemingly without a subject. And then slowly the brain developed to a point where it presented its sort of like organizing principle, which is you're it. Yeah. And so then there was uh, a constant referral to whatever was happening to imply there was a someone that was either doing it or done to by it. Yes. And then a lot of us uh there was not any knowing better it just seemed like it's just how it was or how it is mm -hmm. and we come to a lot of points of frustration that motivate an, an action to try to get out of something that we believe we're in yeah and so there's a lot of avenues and a lot of the people that park in this zoom garage come from either the drug and alcohol avenue or the addiction avenue or the spiritual quote unquote, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of, it takes a lot of appearances, but it has the same formula. So there's always the one who's addicted yet, yeah? but very rarely is there a looking at the addiction to the one, yeah, to this idea of one. And that's why, a lot of us here, myself included, you know, I felt, uh, you know, as a, narr uh, as a historical narrative, there was something that was causing a dis-ease in me. It didn't became, it, it wasn't there and then it became uh, very influential, like from six on or something. Something started to get developed where I felt a lot of uh, self-consciousness and there was no one there. I didn't see anything when I looked. I saw you when I looked outward, but I didn't see anyone in there. You know, so I felt uh, it was produced a lot of uh, discomfort. So like a song and dance formed to sort of keep any, what everyone else at bay 
finding out what I surely knew was fucking strange. Yeah. So, uh, and then slowly, and actually then it accelerated, looking for ways to get out of this idea of self, not knowing I was trying to get out of it as it. Yeah. I mean, I was identified as a system that I didn't like. But the only way I could think of getting out of the system was through the system's way of thinking, yeah? So, ultimately, it served me, and for many of us, it served us by failing, yeah? We've come to a point, we've tried everything, you know? Gurudom, non-gurudom, you know, silent meditations, tantric meditations, you know, emotional therapy, energetic body work, whatever. There's been tons of meth modalities just trying to feel, find that if we could, uh, you know, if where we started from was sort of sound and established and secure, and, you know, let's say based on a fact, then other things could line up with that, yeah? But in fact, the problem is our starting point is off. So every thing we look at is looked at in a in a view of, we give the meaning to the race so to speak yeah so uh not knowing what's going on we either love or we hate what's going on and we want to get out of it or we want to get more in it yeah but this there's a stubborn centrality of the whole system which is called self-centeredness yeah so the system is rooted in this idea of being it's pictured as a body but it represents an ownership of things we have nothing to do with so like the uh, the event of consciousness and contact we really have nothing to do with it uh we come the idea of paul comes after the consciousness is in contact yeah the mental state in time arises and it claims those contacts to imply a one. So it even claims the consciousness to imply the one who's conscious, yeah? And now the one who's conscious is also determined by the, the scale of duality. It's gonna be unconscious, yeah? Because of the two-ness of it all. So all there is, let's say, is consciousness, but how it's, seen from the mental state is I'm either more conscious or less conscious. Yeah. And so this whole, it's like, uh, cutting imaginary, uh, samples out of whole cloth, so to speak. So now a quality that <laughs> isn't based on less or more or turning one knob and bringing down another knob, just this consciousness is now seen as I'm the one who's conscious, and I definitely can be less conscious, and I maybe have a desire to become more conscious, <laughs> all predicated on the belief that consciousness is a quality or, a, let's say, a product I can acquire, yeah, and I can cultivate, and I can uh, mature, and stuff like that, and then reap the benefits of it, yeah. It, this way of seeing things is given to everything we see, yeah? So which is the more dominant thing? The thing that we meet or that which meets it all the time? That which meets everything or one thing that you meet? Obviously, it's us, yeah? And a lot of us come here and 
you know, this is like the last house on the block, so to speak, which is actually, it was the land before the development even occurred, but it seemed as the last house in the block, not this idea of non-duality, which is just really a negation of duality, yeah? Not from duality, Sorry, Paul. I, I just I just muted you. Sorry. I heard just from not from the duality, but and then... oh yeah. So it's not about seeing duality from duality. It's about seeing duality from non-duality. Instead of looking at the idea of non-duality through dualistic lenses, yeah, because it's not going to go anywhere really. You may get an understanding, but it could be like. <laughs> One of the understandings that was hatched when I first got introduced to non-duality was attempting to use that I'm not a self as a huge excuse for many things, like not doing the dishes when my girlfriend asked me to do the dishes and shit like that. So the first, the first meaning I gave it was how to use it as an advantage of getting out a lot of shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, there's no understanding of non-duality from duality. There's an understanding of duality from non-duality. That's really what we're sharing here. So it may look like every other meeting, but hopefully the direction's a little different. And if you don't pick up the difference in direction, that's one of the consistencies of these meetings. We have a consistency in the direction. We're not really uh, wasting time trying to cultivate uh, Paul to agree with the master plan of, of, of arriving at the absence of Paul, with Paul hoping it's going to be there the whole time. <laughs> no, we're attempting just to negate the idea of Paul from the get-go, yeah, so that uh, maybe you'll lose interest uh, of escaping what you're not, because the only thing that wants to escape what you're not is what you're not, really. <laughs> Everything else truly isn't in it, so why would it want to escape it, yeah? <laughs> so this is the dilemma of escaping from an imaginary place. How's that going to work? You can't. <laughs> That's the great wisdom of no escape. You can't escape from an imaginary place, So, nor as an imaginary thing. <laughs> so we hope that... Uh, it's like we're trying to enter the spiritual highway and, and put a lot of speed bumps, like every two feet, <laughs> with the hopes that one of the speed bumps you'll hit will turn off the engine and you'll just be there. <laughs> and maybe you can't wait to get to the next turnoff or the next rest area and just fucking chill out, you know, chill out and uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and welcome, Peter. And sorry, I just, I just muted you again. Sorry. <clears throat> again, that's a subconscious desire, Mike. <laughs> I've been feeling some passive aggressiveness as you've been running the Zoom lesson, Zoom meeting. It's okay. It's not you. <laughs> All right, Peter. Well, I'm just talking to you because I'm tired of talking to them, you know, but, uh, and I'm actually not talking to Peter, obviously. 
we're trying to talk through, Peter, to what you are. Because obviously what you are is always available at all times, wherever you think you are and as what you are not. Yeah. So basically, I can't miss the message. I got to just get, I got to get around Peter. That's all. Peter is the obscuring factor. <laughs> so when Peter thinks it gets it, that is, I think that's uh, warning number five on the on the seventh page of the book. Yeah. <laughs> Peter now thinks he's gotten non-duality. <laughs> That's just one of the many warnings. Yeah. So welcome. Thanks for coming, my friend. And uh, Mike, uh, mute me a few more times and maybe open up the open up the uh, the Kraken. OK. Uh... If anybody wants to raise their hands, go ahead. And while I'm waiting, if anybody knows how to where the setting is to make people muted when they come in, uh, Carrie and I are trying to find that. So <laughs> that would be helpful. Yes. But you can let me know by chat. <laughs> and Gary has raised his hand. <laughs> Hi, Gary. <clears throat> Hi, Mike. Hi, Paul. Gary. I wanted to mention a, a, a thought that popped in as you were doing your intro. Um, you were to mention about the unreality of self, of I, and I guess that's up for me lately, but it made me really realize that how many times in my life I've had the feeling like I'm a fraud and then getting very scared, like I'd better... I better hide this from everybody else. I don't want them to see that I'm a fraud. Like there's nobody, I feel like there's nobody here. And, um, and, and then there's, and then I get very concerned about how I am seen by other people and I want to control that. And it just occurred to me as you were doing the intro that that's because there is nobody here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Full circle. Well, the thing is, the selfing's reaction is misdirected, but it is it is reacting that to there is no self. Yes, mm. but the way it reacts is as a self. Yeah. Yeah, but in fact, it's very aware of of the condition. It doesn't hold. Yeah, it works extra hard to 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 hold up that sign that says. There really is somebody here, even though you can't see anything. For sure. Because it's when you start entertaining these ideas, uh, the walls of the system draw much closer so you can put your hand through them. And this, the program of the selfing comes to so many impasses where it just can't, it feels like it would be the worst of worst things and it's nothing it can, it can do. Yeah. Now that use, when you would be identified that with that, it would be a real bummer, you know, but it's really showing its inability to respond to this, in, this message. That's the whole point. Yeah. Because it can't imagine not being here. <laughs> You know, that's it. So that's why I don't feel 
other than that it will show you it's a failed system, I think that's where its value lies. But I just don't see, uh, you know, why, to, why try to rehabilitate the dreamt? Just see that you're not that, yeah? And because the dreamt has its, it's defined by programming. It can't, it does, it's not, it's not like artificial intelligence. It can't evolve out of the system, yeah? It just runs into the failure and it just keeps trying to get out of self as self. And it, you can't, you're not going to, you're not going to convince it otherwise. Look at how many vehicles it's used, you know? For me, it was reading Edgar Allan Poe and science fiction when I was a kid, trying to just distract myself, yeah? Go into fantasy worlds, uh, you know, escape in the ocean, which was fucking pretty good start drinking and using, then getting into a lot of trouble, going into spirituality, getting totally bummed out about that, go back to drinking and using, and then wash up on the shores of recovery. We'll be 33 years tomorrow, I think. And then bam, I get knocked sober. And, uh, and you know, I used the spirituality before that. It was just... Uh, I came to a conclusion, self can't get out of self, and you're never going to convince self of that. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't get it. It just will stubbornly back up and try something else, yeah? And then it starts mixing. Like, you can see the business of spirituality now. The novelty of some stuff has run out, and so now they start combining shit. So it's tantric with... Neo fucking whatever guyism. <laughs> they just start trying to build a beast that will work because none of it fucking works because you're included. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the self thrives in the in in the in trying to get out of self. That's its largest mirror. It sees itself the most <laughs> when it's trying to get out of self. <laughs> <laughs> so after some of us you know it's failed wonderfully really it's failed wonderf wonderfully and then finally for the first time you ask well am I actually in what I've been trying to get out of most of my life <laughs> that's a new that's a novel direction wait a minute Am I actually in? And maybe that's why I, I was never successful in my escape attempts because I'm not actually in a prison. <laughs> the escaping is the part of the prison I'm in. It's a prison of escaping. Yes? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm enslaved to, to escaping from an unescapable imaginary place. That's really what the mental state is. It's addicted to the, the to the hope of escaping, <laughs> and uh, it it's not going to be convinced by evidence or fact. It's just gonna it's just gonna blame the vehicle if it's not Buddhism or Kabbalahism or fucking you know whatever. Then it'll be you finally. So then it'll be self, but you won't realize the critiquing of self will also be self. Yeah. 
You don't see that little aspect of it. So now it's beating the shit out of yourself for not being awake or you should have been enlightened by now. What's fucking wrong with you? <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. It's a giant, like, uh, it's like a daily parade of fucking mental confetti just constantly about you, about you, about you. I mean, how can you see through that blizzard, really? So, so this is about, this message, I hope, is a disarming. It's not a call to arms. That's over. <laughs> it's a disarming. You put all your books down, maybe, at least for a day, your CDs, your this or that, and just see, see what's going on. You know, it's, it's right there. You can't miss it. And, uh, and see if Paul comes after or is truly Paul before everything. You'll see Paul is an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much going on before the world of Paul starts, <laughs> where it, it's held as the Alpha and the Omega. There's a huge amount of space there, way, 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 yeah, that isn't defined by a dualistic interpretation, yeah? And when it starts becoming an aspect of this experience, it's a win-win type of view. It's inclusive. It isn't yes or no, this or that. It's, hey, maybe both, yeah? It's just, it's a lot, much, uh, it, it doesn't see and then conflict, yeah? It sees and accepts. It's much a much different view, so to speak. Yeah, so, and you know, I've entertained this idea for a while, or it's entertained me, really, as me. So more, a lot of years, and, you know, I'm open for a, a new answer, but I, it's, it's basically been, it's been holding the title of the last answer for about 20-something years. There's no comers coming up from an, all the other weight classes. It's basically, it's, it's the undefeated champ. So it's pretty cool. And the last answer really is that it takes it negates the need for any other answer concerning this topic. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So you can actually truly be done with this topic and get on expressing it. Yeah. Instead of constantly having to further my education about this. Yeah. No, you don't. This education is, uh, is on a need to know basis. Yeah. You're educated to the point where you don't become dangerous. <laughs> yeah. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. All right, Gary, always good to see you. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Gary. And uh, uh, Paul, we got that fixed. People responded by chat, and I found the setting, so. You don't have to worry about accidentally getting. Oh, I feel much. I feel a huge amount of relief. <laughs> Sorry for that. Okay. I forgot that. <laughs> okay, Alongo has his hand up. Oh, I got it. Hey, I got to admit, he's he's persistent. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much, Paul. Uh, thank you for taking the uh, call, Mike and Paul. Uh, Paul, uh, I I was there last, a couple of days ago in your last meeting. And uh, I had sort of uh, gone through the uh, talk one more time again on YouTube, just to ask a couple of questions to clarify my doubts. 
So what is the difference between the self, the selfing and the action figure you keep frequently quoting? Well, the, the, there is no self. So selfing is what implies the self. Yeah. I use the word self a lot because in recovery, we, uh, we call the root of the problem self. Yeah. But it's, to me, it's selfing. It's an activity that implies something. Yeah. I've lost you. I'm trying to find you so I can uh, see you. Here you are. All right. Yeah. So this is an activity that tries to imply something. And that something is the sense of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity who's a doer of a lot of shit. It has nothing to do with. Yes. So that's selfing and that's self. And what was the, oh, the action figure is just the representation of the, uh, the accumulated referral of being the doer, the thinker, the hearer, the taster, uh, the smeller, the actor, and it's pictured as a body. Yeah. So is it both the same, the selfing and the action figure? Well, the selfing is really almost the, is the precursor of the action figure in my feeling. And the action figure just represents all that selfing's trying to uh, infer, yeah? So can we say that selfing is actually the sort of uh, uh, the verb, the verb of the noun of action figure? Is it the what? Uh, the selfing is, a, is an action. It is a verb, V-E-R-B, yes. verb. And action figure is the noun which claims the ownership of the uh, selfing. Well, it's, but it represents that. The body doesn't do anything. Yeah, in a way. No, no it, everything is in the mind. What? Everything is in the mind. Whatever we're talking about is in the mind. The action figure. Yes. The, so the, the body is something to, that can be remembered and thought about. Yes. It's sort of an image. So that image. So, uh, hmm? Go ahead. So can, can, can this action figure be thought to be as the false self of the human being? The Ilango I'm talking generally, the normal human being who doesn't know spirituality. Let's Speaks say from it's, self it's the representative of it. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not it, it represents it. In fact, it's really a non-existent thing. So there's an animation of this non-existent thing. And then as that animation allows the mental state to arise, the mental state comes to a conclusion that that non-existent thing is really existing. And it's the one that's doing and thinking and feeling and seeing and tasting and touching. And that one is crystallized as a body. Yeah. And that is called as the action figure in your, uh, I call that the action figure because obviously, uh, it's an action figure that's moving that's okay. around doing shit and everything like that. Yeah. So, so is this action figure an, a synonym, another name for the self, the false self? Uh, well, again, I'm not speaking about a false self or anything. We're speaking about selfing and then what represents the, uh, the inference of selfing is the picture of a body. So the, when you're, when you're, when an action occurs, yes, and then there's a sense of being the actor, the actor is pictured as a body, yes? yes? When the thinking, when the thinking is claimed 
And then there's the implying of a thinker. The thinker is pictured as a body. Yeah. So all these nouns, as you said, through the claiming of the verbing, all these nouns are represented as the body. Yeah. So the body isn't just doing the actions of the body. It's thinking, it's feeling, it's seeing, it's hearing, it's tasting, it's touching. Yeah. It, uh, it has multifunctionals, functionalities in the selfing. Yeah. So let's say the thinking gets claimed. Paul is seen as a thinker. It's pictured as a body. Yeah. When feelings are used to infer the feeler, the feeler is pictured as a body. Yes. When the mental state remembers the past and then how it remembers the past and you in it is you as a body. Yes. So the body is a representation of the selfing. Yeah. So yeah. a small doubt here. Generally, when we talk about the human being, we know about the body, the body made up of the uh, skeletons, the muscle, the brain, etc. But when we talk about the mind, we generally uh, say mind is slightly different from the body, though it is, there is a theory that, you know, uh, mind is an offshoot of the brain. They say the mind generally is, you know, what the thoughts are, which are coming out from the body. But we always say human being is made up of both a body and a mind. Mind is generally segregated in discussions. Uh, you don't say like that, is it? You think the mind is part of the body. I think the brain is part of the body. And so the, it matters what you're talking, what you're implying with the word mind. Big M mind, I don't think, is of the body. The mental processes are of the body. Yeah. 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 So the mental processes, the hmm? mental processes, we can call it as the mind. Hmm? The mental processes, the thinking process is called the mind generally. The small mind, yes. Small but mind, see, yeah. Some of these people believe the mind is generating consciousness. I don't believe that, no. Okay. Uh, I'm clear on that. But is there anything called this consciousness or awareness in your teaching? Which is a big thing in uh, Vedic Advaita. Consciousness. Well, it's a big thing because there it is. There's consciousness, yes. So, uh, according to you, what is consciousness in the human being? You have spoken about the selfing and the action figure. So, does this all happen in consciousness? Well, consciousness is, is, is what allows us to be conscious of, yeah? So, consciousness is what allows this event to occur. Yes? In a yes. way, the seeing would be completely uninter uninterrupted, so there would be no sense of seeing unless there was a, something to see. So that would produce an experience, yes? So the seeing yes. runs into an object, you've now seen something, then that seeing implies the seer, and there's your experience, yeah. So consciousness is the experience part, so you agree with that? There is something called as consciousness. Consciousness allows all this to happen, yes. But I, I see a difference between consciousness and awareness. What is the difference? It's more, uh, I would say consciousness is more of what's happening here in this event. And then awareness is the context of the whole shebang. Uh, could you explain more? You mean, do I you can't mean to really say explain more. It's, this is all just... Uh, you know, I'm just explaining it from where I am right now. 
Yeah. Now I can understand the consciousness very well, but awareness, you say, is the context. When you yeah. mean context, auto- automatically, uh, context means you know there is a secondary thinking behind the consciousness. Something else apart from the consciousness is is no, aware of what's happening. Not thinking though. No, I don't see it as a thinking. I don't see. I don't see it. I don't see awareness as an activity. Is it the same as consciousness then? I don't know. I don't know. I think it has a little different flavor because consciousness a lot of times here is defined what it moves through. So the and the word presence, but then the demonstration of the consciousness in the living would be different from a cat's point of view than a dog's point of view or a human's point of view. Uh, is the word presence synonymous with consciousness, or is it different to you? Presence. Presence is different to me. What is it then? How is it different from consciousness? I just feel presence is the undirected, unmoving interest and attention, which happens in consciousness. I don't know if it happens in consciousness. I'd say it's. Uh, It's an aspect. I don't believe it's an aspect of consciousness. Okay. Uh, some of your statements. I just wanted a clarification. You said in the last talk you want to get out of you. So I you don't. You want know. to get. Yeah. You want to get out of you. So which you is the first you, and which is the last you? There's neither first or last. That's how we see it from you. You see, there was a first you, and you're the and you're the you're the you're the now you, but that's all in time. So, so actually, what you mean mean is actually the action figure wants to get out of the action figure. Not the action figure. That which is identified as the action figure wants to get out of the action figure. Which is which is again? Then I can say is the false self, the selfing part. Hmm. The selfing. The selfing yeah. creates the action figure, and uh, you want to get out of you means actually the action figure wants to get out of the action figure. Well, that which is identified as the action figure wants to get out of the action figure. Yes. Okay. Now, is it possible? Can the action figure get out of the action figure? No. Then how is it possible to get out of the action figure? Because that that appears to be the uh, Your your teachings endpoint. The you realize you're not in an action figure. That's how you get out. Is not being in. So that that realization happens for what? Which part of the human being? Is it the consciousness, the brain? Who is aware of this coming out of this action figure? There must be another entity no which is true. There's no who. There's no who that that's aware. There's just awareness of it. The who is done. The world of who is done. So the awareness which is streaming through Paul or through Ilango has to understand that the action figure is wrong. The awareness isn't streaming through us. You would say more that would be more like consciousness. The awareness is the field that we're appearing in, eh? Okay. Then which part of the human being, the brain or the mind, which part of it understands that the action figure is false? Which part of me understands? Is there a name for it? It doesn't understand it, and understanding has been 
brought through it. It hasn't understood that, no. Then how does the action figure, how does the attention go out of the action figure for a person like Paul who has had a shift 30 years ago? Because that which is dreaming, whatever that is, uh, has lost interest in the dreamt, which is Paul. Is Paul a noun or a verb? <laughs> Paul isn't a noun, it is, it's just an idea. So it's it's derived from the claiming of verbs. And it's so, pictured so, as a body, yes. Yeah, so Paul is actually an object. Paul is never a subject. No, Paul thinks it's the subject and the object. The but, idea but the reality, of Paul... The idea of Paul is a synthesis of the subject and object, but it has a unique feeling that it doesn't deserve. But it is just an idea of the subject object. It is not the subject. No, Paul is not the subject. It's an idea. Yeah. So, so the, the real subject is the awareness of the field. Yes, I would say that, well, there's no unreal subject. There's just no... It's just all there is is that subjectivity. Okay. Well, just another one of your famous uh, quotations. But you have uh, to add this, bro, because we have other people too, but go okay. ahead. Again. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Come back though. Stay with us. I am with you. I am with you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Alango. Uh, Whatever I just said doesn't mean anything anyway. Don't get caught up in it. Just see what you're not. That's the best, that's the clear, that's all that's necessary. And that's not even necessary. <laughs> Nothing changes a thing, really, so it doesn't matter. All right. And hi, Lee. Lee has his hand up. I feel like I just did a workout. It's nice. Like uh, what? What are that? Those things, the palatier or whatever. Those treadmills or something you always find at at uh, garage sales. Peloton. Peloton. Just felt like I've been on a treadmill. That was good. Thanks for the workout. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're gonna be my trainer. <laughs> Keep my spiritual muscles fit. All right. Thank you, bro. Yes. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. I can't hear you well. Can you speak up a little bit? Yeah, let me just uh, get the audio settings. Can you, is that can better? You... Oh, yeah, that's better. Okay, cool. So uh, you, know, you talk about seeing what, what you're not, but in order to do that, you have to see that from what you are. And if most of the time I'm identified or seem to be identified with what I'm not, then I'm blind to it. I can't see it because I'm. But, you, but you're always seeing it. It's always, it's always, there's always seeing it. Yeah, but we may be blind to it because we're sort of, uh, the identification has a starting from the imaginary side. Yeah. So I wanted to share a, a recent experience where there was clear seeing of the selfing. So I, I was in Florida, I was driving uh, somewhere and 
I kept hearing this voice saying, you know, watch out for that bicyclist or, or slow down. You know, that the guy in front of you is, is stopping. And after a few minutes, I realized, Jesus Christ, you know, I don't need these thoughts to drive. The driving is going perfectly well without me. And all of a sudden, the, the selfing stopped. And there was just, the, I would say, the, the other sense gates flooded open, but they were obviously already open. I just wasn't listening to the, the head anymore. And it was just a beautiful experience. I could feel the sun coming down and the breeze and seeing and, and hearing things. It was just everything at once with no narrator interpreting it. It was just a, a totally free uh, sensation. And then after a while, uh, I'll say the selfing started up or it seemed to, there, wasn't, there weren't form, formed thoughts. There was just a vague sense, like a seed of doubt was the first thing I saw. And I, I could see it quite easily because I was seeing it from what I am, I would say. And, but, and then the, the second thing was almost like a, a smug sense of confidence that I'm the self. And it alternated and, and it was kind of creepy because you could see it and you, you could see how that just takes over uh, most of the time and creates this impression that I'm this person who either has doubts or is smug and self-assured. But it was so clearly seen as being what I'm not. Great. And I'm not saying this to put this up on my spiritual mantle because stop there, bro. Don't worry, I know that. Just stop, stop the go back up and get before that end and just stay there. What you said. It was quite obvious that I had nothing to do with it. It just was oh. opening. And it's just like you say, you know, where the aperture opens up. It was it was really beautiful. There you go, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, if in a way, in time, if you don't count them, there'll be untold amount of them. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you stop keeping score, yeah, the game really begins. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the thief, of course, came back in, but it, it's it's since uh, easier to to see when, especially when there's a a, a thought that I this is definitely my perspective. This is what I think. Like, like I said, that smug self-assuredness, when I, I can see that, when it happens, I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe, you know, it really implies, you know, a whole worldview. And it's just coming out of thin air, like, like yes. The funny, is, the funny thing is, you know, it's it, the magic trick that it is, uh, it represents is of time, yeah? So it's always implying it's already here to begin with, yeah? But when you have one of those free samples and it's obviously inherently ab absent, you can actually watch it, its arrival, yeah? And so you see the emperor with no clothes. See, it covers itself with clothes by saying it's already been here. You've been, you know, Lee for 30 years, right? But sometimes you get one of those samples where it's obviously absent, and then you actually watch it arrive. <laughs> the idea. Because the idea doesn't hold any water if you see it coming. It holds water when it says it's been here a long time. Yeah? So it's trippy. If you meet it, you realize it's not you. 
if it implies to be the one who meets everything else, it's reinforced as you all the time. You see? So you get a free sample and then you watch the make. That's why we share it as a mechanical activity because it is. It hides itself from investigation because when it arises, it says it's always been here. <laughs> it just, so most people aren't ever questioning uh, the validity of being in self, let's call it. All they're hoping for is, is getting out of it. Yeah, the assumption is, oh, I've been Paul for 30 something years and therefore I want to get out of that. Yeah. So when you don't have that in place and you see it, you see the nakedness of the advertising, it's great. You've recognized, you, in other words, you've recognized a vacuum salesman who's trying to constantly sell you vacuums and you have no rugs in your house. <laughs> you have an immunity to the sales because you don't need a vacuum. <laughs> so you didn't need the narration to drive. Yes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if I'm watching a football game, I can turn off the volume and I can tell what's going on without the announcer. But I've got this announcer in my head that has no fucking idea what's going on, yet it claims to know what's going on. Definitely. And it tells you you're going to lose. <laughs> you're down by half. You're down by a lot by halftime. You might as well not even show up. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But the whole point is to get that sense it's not us because then uh, there's no effort in the losing of interest in it because the interest is held by the, the aura of it's being about you. When that's seen through, the interest and attention moves, sometimes seismically, so it's really obvious, sometimes it may be a more slower, let's say ice melt, but there's definitely going to be a moving of interest and attention off of that dead preoccupation, for sure. Yeah. Yes, this is the slower so version I'm talking about. Why we're addicted, why there's uh, like, a, it's on like an automatic renewal to its subscription is because it's, it's presented as us and there's a, the interest goes there, yeah? When that us isn't you anymore, you, there's a loss of interest in it and now you're interested in us, you know, really. And, and, and you can tell the difference because you travel lighter, yeah? I, I wouldn't even say, well, of course, you could say it's interest, but I would say it's just habit, just by force of habit that yes. it goes well, The habit is really like trained interest and attention in a way, yeah. But it, yeah. it's kind of freaky when it comes up and, and you see that, Oh my God, I'm not that. It's it, it, like I say, it's kind of freaky. It sort of sends chills up the spine to Great. realize I've been up this influence of basically the thought system. It's like a it's like a closed loop of, of yes. habitual thought. But now you've seen it because there you're in the you're you're in an act of another realization that you're not that. Yeah. That's going on. So that's what you, that's that's a free sample from what's going on with the hopes that the free sample will. Yeah, 
imply what's going on, which to me just provokes an honoring and a gratitude, and hopefully in you a donation to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're not here, you know. We don't have a dog in the hunt. I just travel. I... This has worked. I've traveled lighter. And I have a, I know what it's like in a sense to travel heavy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I think based on my expertness about traveling heavy, I can share when there's a real traveling lighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, oh, man. And it's really just based on the, it's like we use all the time the statement, you hear there's a great party and when you arrive there, it sucks, yeah? So this is the dilemma. There's, we don't see that everything else is given meaning by what we're based in, yeah? We just don't see it. We're in a lot of unknowing and that unknowing is uh, running a show using our battle of light to produce an interpretation that we seem to get addicted to and we live as if it's us. You know, like the Course in Miracles says, you know, we're firm in faith in this something else being us and we're in the active denial of what we are. That's sort of what's going on. Yeah, there's no you in there that's doing either of them, but the movement is there. Yeah, there's firm in faith in this something else, which we're not. And in that, there's an act of denial of what we are. Yeah? Since sounds like everyone's day. Now, you would stop someone on the street and you'd say, are you in the act of denial of what you are right now? They never would fucking say yes. They would, what are you talking about? Yeah? I'm trying to buy some pants for Paul as Paul, thinking that Paul knows best what kind of pants Paul likes. Yeah? I'm not understanding that that, constant absorption in this story of Paul is a denial of what we are. Yeah, now you know. Magenta pants. Hmm? Well, that was a a furthering of the problem. I think I should, I'm going to share that right now because it's a very good way of capturing the idea we're attempting to share. So I remember Long Island, where I grew up, there was a one of the first malls was a place called Roosevelt Field. It was a couple of towns away. And I hit about 12 and I was getting a little more self-conscious and there was starting to be uh, an emphasis on the female characters in my life. And so I was thinking, you know, I got to improve the way I look, you know, like a bird would like to get more shiny feathers to attract the female bird. So I would go, so I would go to this Roosevelt field to sort of try to run into girls, really. And I had this, my, my favorite outfit was a long, long sleeve uh, gray t-shirt. And I had some fucking cool red corduroy pants. Yeah, pretty cool. And I'd walk around, use mostly looking in my reflection in the store windows and then seeing other people. And I, I was getting a lot of hits, so to speak, like clicks. 
<laughs> on whatever, on the social whatever. I was getting clicks. People were looking at me, so I feel I would pretty much wear it every weekend when I'd go up there. And then a few months later, a friend of mine showed mercy because I'd be talking about these pants and my shirt and everything. And finally, the, my friend broke the news to me and he says, hey, Paul, you know that great T-shirt you constantly talk about? And I go, yeah. He says, it's pink, bro. It's a pink shirt. And you know those red corduroys you love? I go, yeah, they're magenta. They're a very strange looking color. And so as soon as he told me that, as soon as he told me, I saw that gray shirt that I'd been seeing as gray ever since I got it. And till that, that moment, I looked at it, I saw it as pink. And I never not saw it as pink from that moment. And the same thing with the pants. I had been calling these pants red. I mean, I talked to my mother about it, everyone else. But as soon as the guy straightened me out with the message, hey, those are magenta, bro. You know, they're a little bit, I saw it as magenta and I never saw them again as red. I didn't go in every few months into my closet. Oh, you know, they're, they're no, I knew. I was convinced like that. This is sort of like what the message is like. Yeah. Sooner or later, it's going to land on us that the reason why you're not getting it is because you are it. Yeah. That's the dilemma. Yeah. You can't use yourself to find yourself. That's why finding yourself has failed because you're not lost. <laughs> it's readily available. Yeah. So it gives you a whole different, the punchline is the same. Yeah. But in this case, the mental state's abject failure is a huge success because you realize it's actually finally served you by failing you. You're left with your own devices and you see they're not your devices. And you are what you've been looking for. You are. It doesn't say, you know, like St. Francis, what's looking is what you're looking for. And there wasn't like a 50 page gap that was like, all right, what's looking? Yeah. And if you do tons of this shit, it'll be what you're looking for. No, what's looking right now is what you're looking for. Just the virgin dog shit awareness on this. That's all. Yeah. There's no need. <laughs> That's the message. Yeah. If you don't have a, a suspicion of that, then you may be at the wrong store now. You'll arrive here sooner or later, but you may be at the wrong store because the premise of when you, this is sort of like the questionnaire you answer when you're entering the store. Uh, do you have a suspicion that you are what you're looking for? Yes, come on in. Yeah. No, I have a suspicion. I'm just trying to find a speedier way to get myself purified and get me up to snuff so I can receive this. No, well, I'd send you to the other mall. Yeah, because this isn't going to work. And then it actually could be a disservice because now you'll think you know non-duality when you don't, yeah? Because you've been trying to use non-duality. Part of knowing non-duality is seeing the uselessness of using it. <laughs> Maybe you'll win a discussion at a dinner table, but basically that's it, yeah? <laughs> I'd much rather, if you need a tool, I wouldn't pick up non-duality. I'd pick up a skillful means that a lot of ways of life offer. 
yeah, to get out of what you think you're in for a few minutes, yeah. But when you start trying to convince yourself when your house is on fire and you're burning up that there is no house and there's no you set on fire, I'd rather just get the pail of water. It's much, much, much more, much clearer. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hoping we all have arrived that after blaming ourselves and whipping ourselves for a year because we failed, haven't seen the hallelujah of it. It's great that it's failed. Yeah. Like all every savior fails us. Why? Because you're what you're looking for. Yeah. That's how they serve us. They fail you. Yeah. Your teacher who you love is probably going to die. Hopefully not me, you know, but a teacher, let's say, is going to die. And then you're going to have a picture on your wall and shit like that. Yeah. And maybe he went out screaming because he had incredibly painful cancer. And you'll think after 30 years of devoted living, well, he just disqualified himself. I heard him screaming from the pain. He mustn't be whatever I thought he was. Yeah. Because whatever you thought he was definitely wasn't what he was. Yeah. So all this stuff is the success is right in front of us in its failure. Yeah. That's the beautiful news. Instead of pushing it away and trying to, oh, I'm going to hybridize it. I'm going to mix this with a little uh, fucking intense stretching and then the Wim Hof method, jumping into a freezing river. Yeah. And it's all going to, Combine it, you know? All right, go ahead, have fun. But the fact is, non-duality, there's nothing new in 2021 in (laughs) non-duality. It's the same fact as it's always been, yeah? We need to fit ourselves around it instead of trying to fit it around us, yeah? So the two-ness can't squeeze into it. It can't. You've got to question two-ness. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, so good to see you, Lee. Thanks for that share. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Stay well. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Lee. And I like your version of the cop and the thief, the, the smug and the doubter. The smug? That's cool. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, and Paul, did you think what you want to think about developing a questionnaire about whether people should come to the meeting? Nah. <laughs> Are you a Guinness or are you with us? Are you in the not one category or the not two category? Um, Alongo has his hand up again. No, no, we're going to pass on Alongo for a while. Just next next share, bro, all right? Yeah, we need to have other people come in a little bit. But I appreciate it. And just coming on the other meetings, just keep coming back and we're going to hopefully dry out that udder of questions, you know, just fucking milk that fucker until there's nothing left. Make some cheese out of it. Yeah. Uh, There's no other hands. We can end early too. Not early. It's Uh, Eric. Eric just put his hand. I'll be here for a minute. Hey, Paul, how are you? Who's this? Sounds this this Mary? What happened to Eric you? From, no, it, Eric. it's Eric from Eric. Toronto. Oh, Eric. So, 
Yeah. You know, put them up. How you doing? Oops, Good, man. Let me find you. I just put them, I just spotlighted him. Oh, you did? All right. Doesn't hey. matter. Come on. Oh, I got Mike. Well, I don't right. know. All right. I can hear you, bro. Hey, Paul. So I don't know if I'm like uh, mentally, physically, spiritually drained. I've been listening to a lot of your talks over the past couple of days. Um, but it's funny that you said that about the picture because today I was looking at, I have a lot of pictures of people who have passed away. I've also been around a lot of death over the past 10 years in recovery and I have their pictures in my, in my, you know, in one of my rooms. And it's funny that you said that cause I was looking at one of the pictures and, you know, even my friend who passed away, I started having this image, even eventually I'm going to die too, you know, and that's just going to be a picture and people later on are going to come and look at just these albums and these pictures and, we're not going to, you know, they're, they're not even going to know who we are, you know, it's like, but I believe that there is this spirit for sure, you know, like there's got to be somewhere these people go, like, they, we're just in this body, there's this spirit, like, I, 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 I get signs from these spirits that they're around, that's what I think, that's what I feel, um, but uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still mind boggling about the whole self, the, the, you know, I'm getting it, but I'm not getting it, but it, it, it's all good. I don't need to get it. You know, what, no. what I, what I think, what I, what I think in my book is that I need to know that, you know, in my book, it says a lot of time, like I'm a nothing. I got to be a nothing because God and the power is everything. I can't think I'm everything because uh, I'm a nothing, you know? So I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just. And if you're identified with the thinker, and he's trying to think it's nothing. It's being, it's re being, it's referring to a something again. So you can't use the system. Let me just share this thing on a, there's a statement in recovery right before we go do the inventory. And we, for people who don't know about recovery, it's a way of life for people who've uh, come to a recognition that they're powerless over alcohol and or drugs. In other words, when they drink, they don't know when they're going to stop drinking. They have no control over it. So they come into a program and the program sort of changes the action figure to the point where uh, that which was seemingly not available becomes readily available. You want to call it spirit or grace, whatever. And so there's a statement. It says, first of all, in this whole thing around the inventory process, we got to quit playing God. Yeah. And then he answers why, the writer. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I like that answer. Not to, don't have to go into deep metaphysics. Just quit playing God. It doesn't work. All right. So now, what's playing God? If you're going to quit playing God, yeah, What's playing God? So, so let's say that which tells you in the morning how the day's going to be, that would be something playing God, yes? Because you haven't even gotten up yet. It tells you the day's going to suck, yeah? You're terrible, you'll never be loved. What of these things? These are all pontifications of a system that's playing God, yeah? So the statement is quit playing God. Now, if you know the system... The system comes about by claiming what's happening as being the one that's doing it or being done to by it. Yes, that's what it does. 
It identifies, it claims what's happening, and then it uses that to identify with someone, with Paul being the one who is doing or being done to by, or done by to, whatever. So there's this activity. So that's, that is what's playing God. So when that which is playing God claims to be the hero of quit playing God, what does that mean? What's, it's going to try to play God with quit playing God. Yeah? So every time it tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. So it can't do it. This is the whole point. It will go on ad infinitum because all it does is play God. So it's, it hears the statement, you got to quit playing God. So it tries to quit playing God as God playing God. Yeah? Ad infinitum. There's no break. It doesn't work. Yeah? This is the whole point. You're not that which is playing God. That's how you quit it. Yeah? It doesn't quit playing God. You quit that which is playing God by recognizing it's not you. Yeah? And what happens is you find that somehow or another you're the depository of God juice that this fucking thing has been usurping and using it in its production. It's been using your God juice to play God. Yeah? It ain't a God, that's for sure. So it's taken our juice to play God. So how does this happen? The parasite of alcoholism amplifies the root dilemma, which is addiction to self, right? So let's call it a parasite. The parasite is a nasty fucking parasite to the host. It could ruin the host's life. It has many of them, yeah? So for this parasite... To keep this host subdued, it came up with a great strategy. It convinces the host that it's the host. So when you meet the parasite in your inner workings, you call it me. It knows all your secrets, every fucking thing. It knows your trigger points. And it plays you like a fucking flute. Yeah? So that it can keep you subdued and neuter any desire to be free from it because the only way you'll see that desire is to be free as it and self can't get out of self so now you're in a slavery without knowing it because you're identified with that which you're enslaved by there you go this just takes that message further the message of non-duality is you're not that you're not that which is playing God. You're not that. You're not that. You're not that. You're not that. And you stop, and then you don't ask the question, well, who am I? You'll fucking find that out. Yeah? But you're not going to find out it as what you're not. You're going to find out about it by realizing what you're not. Yeah? And you'll find out what you are. I went with this direction. It's worked, or it's working. Yeah, I've been, I've observed effects that obviously I could never have come up with or produced, nor could I maintain. So basically, a, a lot happens through this that it has nothing to do with. Yeah. And so, and that's a very beautiful position for it. Yeah. Because now it's a Toyota. It doesn't, be, it's not demanded to be a chariot of the gods. It does, it's not demanded to, to lead the Rose Parade. It's just a Toyota going about its business, but it can be used incredibly. 
If it's willing to sit in a seat assignment, it may be used sort of like a hose allowing water to come through. Yeah, that's an incredible high role for this hose. Yeah. Now the hose never, never thinks it's the water. That's why it's useful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not walking around my house and and proclaiming myself to be the water as the hose. <laughs> I, I get treated as a hose. I look like a hose. When they call me for dinner, they call me for dinner as a hose. <laughs> for all intents and purposes, I'm a hose. And because of that, I'm not. <laughs> because the hose can be seen, I'm not the hose. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So just stay with us, bro. You don't, it's not, you don't have to enter a rush course. Yeah. This is already there. What it really does, when you stop trying to apply paint to the canvas, something's going to bleed through the canvas. Yeah, you're going to see the art, not by you applying the paint. Yeah, you'll see the art of it. Yeah. 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 So just travel well, be of service to others for now. And this stuff will land and shit will disembark and you'll be the better for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, just stay with us if you like and uh yeah. We'll we'll be here hopefully every every week. Amazing. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, and meet some of the people afterwards, you know. They're nice people, except for a few. I'll tell you privately who I wouldn't listen to, but you know, just go in there and <laughs> All right. Who's next? Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I just want to say hello to Glenda. Glenda's there. Nice to see you, Glenda. Yeah. And Mike. Mike is actually more prone than I usually see him. Not prone. He's up, actually. What do you mean? Prone. He's usually prone. Now he's sitting up. Yeah. All right, Mike. Anyone else? So we'll just say goodbye. Tanya. Tanya. Hi. I hope everybody's doing good. Hey, Tanya. I, I, uh, I've been experiencing something that I wanted to share with you. I went on a trip to uh, the mountains. So I had a lot of time to just have, just be out in nature. And I found myself, like a lot of people were saying today, um, and I think it was, oh God, I forgot his name. Me? Um, <laughs> Um, somebody you were talking to earlier said something about he could he he was observing his thoughts and realizing wow that's not me and how there was this moment of clarity and for me it's been like I, I, I related to that so much but it, for me it's been almost like an anger that's coming through me <laughs> because I can't freaking hang on to anything anymore and uh, and I know that's probably my mind reflecting on itself, like, God, you can't even hang on to that anymore. But it's like, okay, shit, I'm not a mom. I'm not this person that I thought I was, this person from like childhood, like all these 
like I was having like a life review or something on this trip. And I was just thinking, I'm, I wasn't that little girl. I wasn't my, that daughter. I wasn't. And I found part of myself getting angry that I couldn't even hang on to anything. And, and I was like, this is nothing like I thought it was going to be. And then um, I, even if I tried to imagine what this was going to be like, this is like an annihilation of, of everything. And it feels like a relief, but it also feels like the unknown, right? And so I'm just being well, honest. Not get too dramatic. It's not <laughs> an annihilation of everything. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. A little, that's a little yeah. autistic expression. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know. The I'm, annihilation <laughs> of everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a writer at heart, so that. Yeah. that Can you imagine if there was, you opened up a store and your marketing was the first commercial. This is the annihilation of everything. <laughs> the apocalypse. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it just, it just felt, I guess, because it was all happening at once. That was like, yeah, yeah. No, I liked it. It's nice. Yeah. You know, it was like, like, um, but then it slowed down and I don't really feel that anymore. But there are moments when I want to hang on to stuff and it's like, hey, Tanya, can I just jump in? Isn't yeah, it yeah. funny that? Something's yelling out the annihilation of everything and using that to imply it's there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would think it would be included in the everything. <laughs> I'm the only one left to tell you there's been an annihilation of everything. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This is when people get in touch with me and they tell me, They've, I've disappeared for three weeks. And I'm going, well, who the hell is telling me that? Yeah. It could, it could, it <laughs> if you disappeared, you wouldn't know you disappeared. Yeah, that's what I'm, so I was like saying, like, like this anger, that's just my thoughts coming back and tell, you know, like it's disappearing. You can't hang on to that. So I I know I just it's have to say, honey, it's great. You're You're in the middle of the ride, so don't, don't, you're not you're not off the ride, so you can't review it yet. You're in the middle of the ride, and it's awesome. I like what you're saying. Yeah. I, but I did hear one last thing. I I did remember what you said. I I've been thinking about it a lot. Where you said that more will be revealed, and it and it gets better. And and I and I trust in that. So I'm just gonna stick with what I. Well, it's gonna get different for sure, and then. Uh, and I, I'm gonna leave it to the not you to make it seem a lot better, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's gonna get different for sure. Yeah, I like, I've been watching, you know, we've been watching you in the Zoom, Sonny. I can't see you today, but yeah. So yeah, this is, what you're reporting isn't unusual. I'm always amazed how surprised people are this idea works. It just blows my mind. <laughs> They're always surprised. Uh, I have a lot of faith in it. And what you're sharing, I've heard shared many, 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 many times over the years. And, and, uh, and most of the shares I've heard over the years, I've heard many, many times. Yeah, because this is what happens when there's a... when a bulk of interest and attention moves away from one occupied system to some other possibility, yeah? 
you yeah. still get radio broadcasts from the old system. We have a statement in recovery I really like. It says, perhaps there's a better way. And that better way is trusting something infinite rather than your finite self. Now, those aren't choices. Those, this is reflection on something that, that happens to you. So first, you, you realize how much faith has been in finite self. There's a realization of it. And you realize, if I try to move that faith from finite self as finite self, that's finite, that's faith in finite self. So I'm, st I'm completely paused. And yet something happens where that faith that was in finite self is moved from that and now is in, in the infinite, yeah? And as you move along, as this expression and experiential event, there's observations occur. And sometimes you feel like you're being pulled back by the old gravity and you haven't been completely captured by the new gravity. But don't worry, man. It's, it's like Ramana says, your head is in the tiger's mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. done. You can't back out. <laughs> 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 so, so, and the strong, the, that which is pulling you yeah, is stronger than that which used to pull you. That's all. It's just that fucking simple. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you. Thank you a lot for the shares. Thank you, Tanya. And I wanted to welcome all the time zone refugees that just showed up <laughs> an hour late. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's still happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's no other hands unless one of them wants to. Well, let's let's say goodbye for everyone. I want to see Debbie from Chicago. How are you feeling, Debbie? You had to, I can't hear you, but I'm hoping you're all right. Can't hear you. You know, you get this. You see Debbie McKenna, honey, uh, Mike. Yes. Can, can you put her on? I can't. I mean, I can ask her to unmute, but I can't. Hello. Oh, there you are. How are you doing, yeah. Debbie? I'm hanging in. All right, good. Listening, listening to the therapist and uh, taking it a day at a time. All right, good, honey. Remember, yeah. you're a lifetime member of ZenBitchSlap.com. That's right. So, Thank you. Yes. Good to see you. I'm going to say hello to everyone now and uh, say goodbye. We got Mike for doing all the service. Mike Z. Thank you, Mike. We got Judith, always, uh, she's the, she's the, uh, the island foundation of Zen Bishlap. She represents all the islands of the, of the world of Zen Bishlap. Thank you, Paul. Nice to you. Thank you. Nice, good to see you, honey. There's Kerry, as always. Thank Kerry's you, Paul. had a very nice change. Uh, we should call this like spiritual plastic surgery. It changes the contour of the facial structure it's pretty good yeah wasn't that painful was it no it was it's been it keeps getting better that's all i can say it's just all right that's good yeah. thank you so much yeah. we got z my main man nice to see you zlatko we got Tariq from dova always a pleasure to see you he's a new jersey resident yes very nice we got John K. 
John, thanks for those writings. I started to read some. We're going to put them up and everything. So we're going to have John Kay's ramblings about what he thought he heard. (laughs) Attempts at transcription, that's all it is. Attempts at transcriptions. But we're going to put it up there with all the music and everything. So a lady's going to try to clean it up a little bit. But thanks you, John. I like to see uh, evidence of your mind working. That's good. (laughs) Thank you. We got Ruby Rose from Wichita. Always a pleasure to see you, Ruby. Yeah, Robert from New Zealand. He's been in recovery for 60-something years. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, that's right. Upholstery, <laughs> but it's recovery nonetheless. Recovering, anyway. We got, uh, let's see. We got Peter. He's, uh, hopefully it won't be his last visitation. Nice to see you, Peter. Pleasure to meet you. We got uh, Ariane, yes. Nice to see you, honey. We got Roman, yeah. yeah. It's nice to see you. Barbara has is the invisible aspect of Roman and Barbara, and I get to see the visible aspect of Roman and Barbara. Roman, yeah. We got Walter from the Netherlands. Yes, nice to see you, Walter. Yes, me too. Yeah. George, Mr. Void, yes. I saw Mrs. Void outside the void the other day. Yeah. We got Lee. Always a pleasure, Lee. I was in that cellar. Are you in the cellar I was once in? At your house? I I know you're not talking about the wine cellar. No, no. (laughs) The other cellar. Now, now, Now I'm upstairs in the family room. All right. All right. Good to see you, Lee. You too. Nice to see you, Joseph. Traveling well, I hope. Yeah, yeah, good. We got Stefan on having never left. It's always a pleasure, Stefan. Thank you for your holding the space at these things. Norman, pleasure. Another German friend. We got Mike. Uh, Mike is somewhat semi uh, sitting up. That's good. Always a pleasure to see you, Mike. Sylvester is now the man before two blinds. He's. He's got, he's got, he's got a, he's got some abundance occurring. All right. Glenda, Glenda O'Driscoll. Always a pleasure, Glenda. I'll see you someday for sure. We'll go back to Dublin, I hope. Yes. Chris, Chris, uh, that's a very small door, Chris. It always gets me. It's a very interesting, uh. Alice in Wonderland type place. And here is the lady who has an Alice in Wonderland house. Hari. Hari, who has HO furniture, if you ever understand that. (laughs) Always flipped me out when I used to eat breakfast at Hari's house. There was like a strange distance between the the table and the mouth. It was just very off-putting. Yeah. (laughs) We got Matthew. Matthew is a pleasure. I've met Matthew many times, and it's been a pleasure every time. We got Dale. Nice to see you, Dale. Thank you. Thank you. Dale, you've you got a lot of what's behind you there? Um, some trees or bushes. Oh, trees. Bushes. Uh, where are you from? Where are you? I'm in uh, uh, Delta, outside of Surrey, Vancouver. Oh, great, 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 yeah. great, great. Nice to see you. We like going up there. We'll be in Vancouver Island sooner or later. Oh, good. That's- yeah, yeah. 
we got Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira, as always. Helen, Mickey, you got to take over the meeting one day again soon. The recovery meeting, all right? We got Helen. Tuesday, Paul. All right, Tuesday. That will be nice. Helen, Northern England. Yes. Gary, the man, the man from the corner. Uh, Gary, man, thanks so much for your friendship. Appreciate it. We got Natalie. Natalie is back in Austria, I think. Yes. Yes. Good to see you, Natalie, as always. We got Eric from Toronto. We got Ben, uh, our poet laureate of Zen Bishlap. Yes, he's up. We got Chip. We got uh, James, another New Zealander. We got Yango. Where are you, in India, Yango? India, India. India, nice Chennai. Nice to see you, my friend. Nice to see you. We got Evandro D. Nice to see you. We got Johannes, a good friend from Germany. Yes. We got Suzanne and John Luna. John Luna is a homeboy from Huntington, Long Island. We got Jeffrey, Deborah, Noor, Amelia. Amelia is the love of my life. Yeah, Lorraine and Mark. Anna, Tommy, Trisha, Amy. Amy Grace, that's a nice name. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody. I'm happy uh, I got a chance to sit with you all and look forward to seeing some of you again. And uh, yes, I'll see you guys on Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Saturday, and the third Tuesday of every month at nine o'clock in the morning, Pacific time, California. So I hope to see you guys soon again. Adios. Thanks, Thank Mike. You, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye.